You are listening to the one and only Visionaries Wrestling Network. Envisioning excellence and providing your perfect podcast experience. It's that nine to five time feeling This is Band from Ringside. Tonight's on the Band from Ringside podcast, we got your G1 recap Roman versus Daniel Bryan, your NXT takeover predictions, your SummerSlam predictions, that and a whole bunch more tonight. On the Man for Ringside Podcast. He still got it. Look at him. First take. Ditch that nine to five. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Marks, and welcome to the Man from Ringside Podcast. As always, well, not as always, for the first time in three weeks, I am your host, Bill Vagy, a.k.a. Possum Kayfabe on me. In the name of the. And to my right, we have two beers. Zach Pullman, what's going on, two beer? Yeah, man. John Tento on the streets, Tanahashi in the sheets, you know, just keeping it real. To his right, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? Allow us to bow our heads as we break down the, the latest chapter of the Band for Ringside podcast. Episode 118, Chapter 3, Verse 14, and the Good Smart Sayeth, Hashtag Boo the Heels. It is all good, baby. Listen, share, subscribe, repeat. It's the new holy trinity of BFR. Shout out to my girl, Becky Balboa. I love you, babe. Shout out to my man, Chris, from the three ra- three, uh, Third Rail uh, Bar and Grilled on Manchester for hosting the uh, trivia night on Monday night. I had a good time. And to his right, we have Lucha Chris. That's fucking Lucha Chris. Hey, the music went off right for me, too. I know. How's it going, Lucha Chris? and everything. I'm doing great. Are you excited? I'm pretty excited. What else is exciting? Being live on social media is pretty exciting. Where are we at? Uh, YouTube and our Twitter. So YouTube, Band from Ringside Podcast. Yes. Twitter, at BFR Pod. Of nice. course, all of our own personal uh, tags as well, at BFR Bill, at BFR Zach with an H, at BFR JCB, and your favorite, at BFR Lucha Chris. That's my favorite. Woo! Uh, We are coming at you from the exquisite Shock City Studios in beautiful downtown St. Louis. We got Sam the Muller Mall turning the knobs tonight. Mr. Perfect's in the house. And we got a bunch of stuff to get to. Like, it's a big wrestling weekend, and it's also my wife's birthday on Sunday, which is just perfect timing, because that means I don't get to watch SummerSlam. I don't get to watch the G1 finale. Thanks, uh, Aaron's parents, for (laughs) whatever the fuck you did. Uh, I was about to say, don't don't blame these other jokers. (laughs) But before we get too far into it, we got to thank that day one-ish sponsor, JJ Twigs. JJ Twigs has got that great South City. St. Louis style pizza right there on Southampton across or I should say uh, like in between Chippewa and Gravoy basically you guys gotta go get there uh, they have the best pizza they have the best atmosphere you might find me you know I've been out of town for a couple weeks I don't know if you guys noticed this did anybody notice that I, I was didn't. out of town you guys no, no idea no okay yeah uh, well JJ Twigs I didn't see anything different JJ Twigs oh. the restaurant actually sent me a text the other day and said hey we missed you like the it was the restaurant it wasn't a, a single individual from the restaurant it was the actual restaurant but we're gonna go there you gotta get some pizza you can get uh Beer specials, beer bucket specials on Cardinal Nights. Go get yourself some appetizers. Go get yourself some pizza, especially the Super Mario, the Chow Bella, the Southside Pride. Those are my three favorite. Personally, I think that banana peppers are the most underrated topping on a pizza that there could be. Roasted garlic but is fire, too. Go get yourself some JJ Twigs on Southampton. And without further ado... Let's get to that. Three counts. What you got, JCB? Uh, I'll let our residential New Japan guy to my left take uh, the G1. So let's start with. That's good because I was ill prepared for anything else. (laughs) I know. That's two weeks in the saddle, baby. I know what the fuck's going on. Let's start with Roman Reigns. Two weeks in the saddle. Dare I say ran down, attempted to get ran down on Monday night. Samoa Joe comes out to queer his good name. He's going to shut down Raw until his good name is queered. Roman gets ran down. He then proceeds to go get Buddy Murphy and shakes him down to have him spill the beans for Eric Rowan. What the fuck? So here's my problem with this whole thing. Apparently, 
Vince has forgotten a, a timeline is what the story is. And now, instead of having a solid match on SummerSlam with arguably your top babyface in the company, you have some sort of weird gray area going on where now Buddy Murphy, great way to use Buddy Murphy, by the way. I haven't seen him in months, and now all of a sudden he's a fucking snitch. So you <laughs> have him snitch out fucking Rowan to say that he at least drove the car and or had something to do with the scaffold falling on Roman Reigns. Now that said, sorry, Buddy Murphy, but I guess either you're going to take this L and move along, or the rumor is that Buddy Murphy and Roman Reigns might be the SummerSlam match. Eric Rowan and Roman Reigns might be the SummerSlam match. I would like to think that Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns would be the SummerSlam match, but I don't think you... I mean, you already kind of fucked it up. Let's yeah, not fuck you gotta, it up anymore. They, they they wouldn't they wouldn't waste Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns with not, no build. Not here. If you want, that's a money match. Yeah, you want to throw it in somebody else underneath the bus. You got these two other jokers. I guess here's my problem with this. Now that we've extended it, it's it's a bad storyline. I mean, granted, it's a recycled storyline. I'll, I'll give you a pass on that. It just looks bad. I don't buy into this. There's no investment into this. I don't care who went. I didn't care. When they said Eric Rowan, it was just kind of like, eh, okay, right. You know, that, that that does nothing. I don't understand why that's a bad storyline, though. If it if they're if actually going to do a payoff. We always, we always want them to put some thought okay. into their stories, right? Eric Rowan's not a good enough payoff. That does not. It's a good enough payoff if it ends up being Daniel Bryan, though, right? Then just have Daniel Bryan. have Daniel Bryan be the guy. Don't have Eric Rowan be the guy. We're look. If you're putting someone against the top guy of the company, Eric Rowan doesn't do it for me. Daniel Bryan does it for me. That makes a. Granted, you remember they had Rikishi being the guy that okay. ran over. It's not so like Kevin Nash. More so it's not to, like Kevin Nash texted himself. So much. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. We're more getting so there. to my point. We're close. Eric Rowan doesn't do it for me. It doesn't mean like, oh shit, you know, he's gonna get some get back at SummerSlam. Buddy Murphy could have been decent until he ratted fucking Eric Rowan out. Now he's a little snitch. I don't want to see him now get beat down at SummerSlam. Two beer. Yeah, this whole build of whatever it is is dumb and I hate it. Uh there's been some like <laughs> decent stuff. Uh this is not it. Uh, I mean, we got the Samoa Joe coming out and saying, uh, you know, everybody's mad at me because they think that I did this to Roman Reigns whenever, like, nothing was ever said on TV about that. There's some minor stuff on social media, but it was super vague, like, Joe's... I thought they had a poll or some shit going on, and, you know, the WWE universe chimed in and said, you know, Samoa Joe did it. Yeah, but like they don't make that clear at all to like the television viewers. And, you know, then they have this other stupid skit where now Roman like is getting attacked by a vehicle. And but then whenever they cut to commercial and they come back, the vehicle's miraculously fine. Yeah. Like, dude, like this is fucking WCW like 2000 all over again. I'm not going to disagree with that. That. it's, if you're going to do it, then just lean into it. Just, just lean into it. fucking just, do it. Just do it. Go it's fine. all the way. Joe and Roman, Daniel and Roman, I feel like they, I feel like they are leaning into it, though. Am I, am I wrong? If, am if, I missing this? If anything that's positive from this whole thing, and not necessarily positive, but we, we've been talking about how all they're doing is just jumping straight into things and not giving us any lead in. Er, Eric Rowan being kind of the, the stretch. So if it wasn't him and it was DB... They're, they're putting it on Eric Rowan just to keep us going for another week until we get to the pay-per-view, and then they'll put it on. I, I, well, and they started it two weeks before the pay-per-view, so like you mean to right, tell me you're going to give me a match like Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns, which sounds great. Like I would love that. I would love a build, but you're going to give it to me two weeks beforehand, and then the next week, whenever they're supposed to shoot an angle, they don't even do the angle, and suddenly Daniel Bryan had this career-changing announcement that nobody's even talking about anymore. And, you know, it's just... True. It's like they basically like think that every... WWE viewer has Alzheimer's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, I, I, I guess I give him a little bit of credit for actually trying to tell a story over multiple weeks because, you know, we sit here and we do a podcast every week and we can get really tired with it, but a lot of people don't watch wrestling the same way that we watch wrestling or talk about wrestling the same way that we talk about wrestling. I think that 
Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan is a money feud. Yeah, for, I agree. For WWE, it's definitely a money feud. I think that Roman Reigns, I know that Vince wants him to win every single time, but Vince has to have a little bit of patience and hopefully have Roman Reigns lose to Daniel Bryan, lose to Eric Rowan, lose to Daniel Bryan, whatever the fuck he has to do just to have Roman Reigns end up getting this uh, comeuppance, which is what wrestling is all about. Wrestling's always been about watching the babyface eventually get the bad guy, eventually beat the bad guy. It's all about the heels should all, like all heels should be champions ultimately until the baby face beats him and then they should lose it again. Uh, we'll get to that later with Kofi, but I've been okay with this build. Honestly, I was out of town for a couple of weeks, so I probably would have been probably pissed missed off. It. Yeah, <laughs> so you just saw it from afar. That's but, what it is. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch any of it. I just read some recaps. But I thought uh, the only thing that was dumb about to me was how when Roman, uh, when Actually, no, there was two things that were really terrible about it. One of them being <laughs> that Buddy Murphy, uh, who hasn't been on TV, the first time you put him on TV, he becomes a snitch, like uh, Jason said. Yeah, it's or, super annoying. It's super annoying. I mean, if we get a Roman-Buddy Murphy match out of it, like the old way of thinking is that Buddy Murphy's going to get some rub out of being in the ring with Roman Reigns. But that's not true if he's just going to lose and never come back up. Yeah. Yeah, if he gets some offense in and he really pushes it to the limit and then rain spears him for the pinfall, that's great. But instead he just beat him up in the back and he squealed over, well, yeah, over a nothing storyline. There's no other way to have a Roman Reigns match because, wait, he's he's clear. Of, like, he has no more cancer, right? No more cancer. Okay, so I can say this. The dude's only got two moves, and both of them suck. <laughs> he's got the fucking spear, and he's got the fucking Superman punch. And it's called the Superman punch! It's infuriating! <laughs> he's got the drive-by drop kick. Uh, he's got the Samoan Jesus. drop. He's, Jesus he's the, Christ. He's got the multiple clotheslines in the corner. Uh, he's a man of a thousand and four moves. Yeah, Roman right. Reigns. Well, and you saying that it was, uh, I just don't like them burying Buddy Murphy. There's so much better way. I don't like it either. It's so much better way of bringing Buddy Murphy into the fold. But uh, Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan is a money feud. So, I get. I just talked myself out of what I was trying to say. Yeah, see, Fuck see, this shit. See, Fuck this see, shit. See, see, that's what I'm talking about. I'm done about. with it. I'm done with it. If, if you want to extend it, and LC, jump in on this while so I me. If you want to extend it, that's fine. You, they don't even have to have a match at SummerSlam, as far as I'm concerned. That's fine, too, because I'm sure that we're going to have some kickoff show matches. It's already 10 matches announced, so you're going to have a kickoff show match, I'm sure, at least two. That's twelve matches, man. I mean, I'm I'm actually good without even seeing a Roman Reigns match at this point because he should beat Rowan. He will definitely say, beat Buddy Murphy. I'll say it I is strange. See. It is strange that we're going to a SummerSlam without a booked Daniel Bryan or Roman Reigns match. Yep, and I that feel is, like that I feel is like fucking that shows, weird. I feel like that shows the chaos behind the scenes when you have like your legit top guy of the company supposedly and arguably your hottest star because Seth's not that hot right now, but people love DB the opposite. and they love him and they also hate him. Like he's got the heat from the general public and then he's got the, the love from the, the smarts. You I know? think there's a little bit of malaise with Daniel Bryan. I wouldn't say he's, he, I mean, he's cooled off, but he's like, people still like him better than the, like Rollins they or Reigns. I mean, they like him more than Seth Rollins at this point. I mean, even though he's not even on TV as much, they, I still want, to see more Daniel Bryan than I want to see Seth Rollins at this point. Seth, well, I'll just, I'll save it. I'll just, never mind. <laughs> Say it. No, Seth is is having an issue of... I feel like Seth's got some go-away heat. It's, it's kind of yeah. like that, but it's kind of like poor booking as well. I think ah. this Daniel Bryan is, I think this is starting just to be a... It could be good, but the, the timing is bad, so... I just think we're all used to having that Seth Rollins story. promo after he got his ass beat Where by Brock Lesnar. That other was night. fucking terrible. It was so bad. Like you couple that with some terrible social media like shit. Like I am not like I was like a big like I'm like oh Seth Rollins is a super worker. This dude would do amazing. He is a super else. worker. No, and that's all he's got. Now, right now I'm just like fuck Seth Rollins. Well, yeah, I always I always used to say I'm, that like 
he was a great heel, but he'd be a better baby face. He'd be a better white meat baby face. And then they made him a white meat baby face and they just fucking ruined him. It has not worked. So I was wrong a long time ago, or I mean, since this podcast has been going, but I I was wrong. Like he's not a great white meat baby face. He can't do it. Can we all disagree that the wrong guy got cancer? Oh my God. Holy shit. Oh my God. (laughs) Let's go to our two counts. (laughs) Jason's face. Oh my god, I'm sweating under the mask right now. <laughs> Zach. We're laughing. Because I say even fucking Sam is shaking his head, man. You know you can't dirty when Sam Zach, shakes his oh, head. It's on, it's on me now. Okay? Yeah, yeah. We're laughing yeah. with what's nervousness. Two guns uh, G1. So we got, uh, we got G1. Let's bounce back, baby. That's about us back. Uh, Here we go. Here we go. That's the thing. Like, you know, when you're a really good comedian, you just totally kill the crowd, and then you got to bring them back on your own. It's all you. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. Definitely. So, definitely. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, G1 has been awesome. Like, I don't know if you guys are like me, but I've had a really hard time keeping up, right? So, oh, shit. Uh, and I've been home the whole time. I can't imagine what it's like for Bill right now. But I just missed a whole bunch of stuff, but, like, it's fun coming back and getting back into it, but uh, there was a bunch of matches that I missed. Yeah, so uh, we've had four shows since the last time we uh, aired, but here's the like the main takeaways, right? So the main takeaway is we have uh, Okada and Ibushi facing off, and these guys are going to basically face off for the A block. So if Okada takes Ibushi to a draw, he wins it, and that's kind of lame. But oh, you know that ain't happening. Yeah, and if I should say that, I should if, say that. if Ibushi wins, he will match Okada's points, and because of the tiebreaker situation, they would both be at fourteen. And since Ibushi beat Okada, who's also at fourteen, Ibushi would win. And even though just very this very last week, I came out and I said I think Okada's taking it all. I can see them giving it to Ibushi because he like that would be a great upset. And also, if he beats Okada, he's already set up for. I think that a, was. I think that was everybody's call before it started, though, right? Like before, yeah, before we, it started. I think all three of us said Ibushi. I, I think so too. Yeah, but since Okada came out so strong and undefeated, uh, like I came out last week and said, I think Okada's taking it. Like it could go either way, and that's what's great. You know, it's you know we have. This, you know, oh. A block, which was like totally stacked and it could go either way. And it's very, very exciting. They've really booked themselves into a fun thing in the B block, though. Oh, and B block's open, guys. Yeah. We thought John Moxley was running away with it. And he has had strategic losses against Yano. Yano got him via Kano. Hey, yeah. hey, I called that <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah, fuck yeah. I might have been in Europe, man, fuck but I Yano. called that shit. Okay. Dog, dog I called on. that shit at the beginning of the tournament. <laughs> dog yeah. on Twitter said fuck Yano, too. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Fuck Yano. Hashtag fuck, fuck Yano. If you guys don't like Yano, you guys don't like wrestling. That is fun. He's fun wrestling. Yano is pure. Thank you. Shit, man, he's wrestled like a total of twenty minutes in like eight matches. It's fun. I loved his Ishii match. It was every single one's been fun. Yeah, Ishii. He actually like came up and like he was like going like strong style with him because Gato has an MMA record of undefeated. Like that dude has has fought MMA and he's undefeated. I'm getting a Yano shirt. Do it. You better not. I want want a Yano DVD. I just want a Yano (laughs) shirt of him going like this. <laughs> God, I hate that. I just want to choke the shit out of him, man. Fuck, cheap bastard. So it, we're, we're we're super exciting. You know, B Block could go any direction. I still think that it might be Moxley, but I think that Jay White or Naito could pull it out. Uh, Naito seems to like he's still super popular, but he's kind of cooled off. He's been really like rugged, and it. He had a great match with Shingo Takagi that did not show any signs of him slowing down, but he's had. His body's beat up, guys. Like, this guy... And if it's Abushi and Naito in the finals... Oh, God. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I, I told you guys last time that I did not want to see another Abushi naito match, let alone if it's for the G1 final. You know what's funny is that, like, when the G1 was getting ready to start, there were a lot of people that, worried, that were worried that there was going to be some drop-off because they lost some star power from last year and shit like that. But... This G1, like every G1 that I've watched, which is a total of three. Yeah, I was going to say all of three. They're awesome, though. I mean, it, it's it's a completely different style of storytelling than what you might be used to here in the USA. And if you're still out there and you're still on the fence, I know I say this every time we talk about the G1, or I, I know I say this every time we talk about NJPW, but if you're listening to this and you're still on the fence about watching New Japan... 
get off that fence, man. You have to watch Just it. Dive it is, in. It's the best. It's the best. I, like the G1, I've called it a couple weeks here. It is the real WrestleMania. And it, it's awesome. It's cool because even guys that you think should like run the tables, like I was talking with Jason last week about being upset that Will Ospreay was not as great as he was. Like Zack Sabre Jr. has had a really rough Z- G1. Mm-hmm. This dude's one of the best technical wrestlers in the world, probably the best technical wrestler in the world, even though he looks like the heavyweight champion of Auschwitz. But, like, <laughs> oh my God. This guy, like, is amazing. <laughs> like, he's only got six points. Like, but Hell, that's hellfire. a great story. It's a great story. Uh, um, I'm not sure how I'm going to come back with that, but I'll just I'll kind of finish it up. Uh, you had that with, one built up for a while? About three days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, B Block is is open season. I'm going to totally switch my pick from just last week, and I'm going to jump on the Jay White bandwagon. I think he is unfortunately going to beat Naito and then have others lose Jay White. I'm sorry, um, Moxley, John Moxley being one of them. He'll I don't lose think Moxley's going to get it. I think he'll lose to Juice. Juice. I think Shingo and Goto will have another knockdown drag out match. Oh, Shingo would win that. And Jay White, per his gimmick, per his booking, whatever you want to call it, Jay White starts 0 3. He runs six straight, wins the B block. A block, I just, it's a coin flip. I would love to see. A different uh, a matchup, but I think it's going to be. It's a bushy. I think it's going to be a bushy versus Jay White. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to that. I don't I don't want to see Okada and Jay White again. I want to see a bushy and Jay White. So I sure. asked JCB uh, when he came over to my place today. I was gone for two weeks and I was reading recaps and I said, "What was what were the matches that I should have watched when I was gone? Like since I've been gone, like what should I go back and watch?" And he was he like named a couple and he was like. I don't know, man. And it's like, that's the thing with the G1. It's like, it's almost too much of a good thing. Like, really there's is. so many good matches. Even, I even like the Bad Luck Fale matches for what they are. Yeah. Like, I like it when the guy, I I like the Gano matches for what they Tanahashi are. Tanahashi had a great match with Fale. Or yesterday. Yeah. Or whatever. Yes. It's tons of fun. And, I, I mean, I don't want to sound like an advertisement for New Japan, but if you're a wrestling but, fan and you ain't watching it, dude, it gets you so have good. to watch it. You forget, like, the matches. Like, you can have watch a five-star match, like what you would consider a five-star match. I'm not talking about, like, Dave Meltzer or whatever, but, like, what you consider a five-star match one week, and you've already forgotten about that match because you've watched so many oh, great man. matches in the meantime. Juice Robinson, Jay White today was, and like... That- Storytelling, I love Juice Robinson and a little bit of a tangent, but I love Juice Robinson because it seems like every time I watch Juice Robinson, he's telling a story with an injury of his own. And like, that's the way that you tell a story in the match. Like, if he's got a weak leg or he's got, like, last year he was, I think he had a broken arm. He broke broke his hand. Yeah, he broke his left hand. hand, And that's what he does the. What what do they call it? His, the, his big clothesline or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Left hand from God or whatever. Left hand from God, um, yeah. I was just going to say. But, man, you like no, Juice Robinson, Just he's very good at telling a story in the ring. And I loved when him and Jay White were fighting today. And Jay White told everybody to fuck off. And he looked at Juice Robinson. He goes, just like in the dojo, right? Just like in the dojo. <laughs> nice. And Kevin Kelly's like, oh, they were in the dojo together. Dude, I, Kevin Kevin Kelly deserves an MPV. MVP for telling these stories. Too. He deserves an Emmy. He, yeah. he sets it up and then does a great job of just telling the story as it fo- unfolds. Rocky Romero throws his just two cents. Who's in a worker, as, like a biased worker? Right. Yeah, yeah, and I don't, I don't have a problem with that. No, I, I like, say, I, li- I like great. his old stick. And then Charles, just being Okada's best friend. Cr- yeah, Chris Charlton is like the. The statistician, you know, he's yep. the, you know, he's stat guy in the back, you know, it just. He's like, you know, Naito and Chingo Takagi, like, were in the dojo 20 years ago. Yeah, you know, like, you're, really? And you're just like, dude, like, this match turned into, like, a 20-year feud just by your one comment. Right. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's a great throwback. And another guy, I was just going to say, if I remember it right, it's at B.E. McCooley. I think he, if I'm not mistaken, he writes for, um. Oh, uh, daily DDT. I mean, breaks it down. Star ratings. The you know b- match recommendations for the whole tournament, night after night after night, and then he updates it. Go that route if you can't keep up. 
And that's going to do it for our two count. All right, so three count's going to be our NXT takeover predictions because, guys, we got tons of predictions to get to. So, hey, Sam the the Mall or Mall, are you ready to give some predictions? Are are you ready to put in some music? No. No, actually, I I probably – I said it last week – that it was going to be this week. All right. Nobody said it's from this week. We have the hip-hop beat for the NXT predictions and the rock beat for the SummerSlam predictions. We like to please everyone. I just sounded like my dad going to the Three Dog Night concert. I was like, can we get the rock beat? <laughs> rock and roll? Do you have the rock beat? Can I get some of that good old-fashioned <laughs> rock and roll? Yes. Give me some of that good old-fashioned rock and roll. <laughs> the official sixth member of BFR over there. White guy Ted. <laughs> white guy Ted. Yeah, white guy Ted it. go get Black Jason shot. <laughs> oh. Rock and roll. No, I wanted that for, you know, this is fine. That's fine. This well, That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I've never seen you wear a hat before, Sam. You look great. You look like a hunter. <laughs> Sam gonna come out this board and whoop your ass. You about to come out this board and whoop your ass. Okay. All right, JCB, what you got? Candice LeRae versus Io Shirai. Uh, just starting the rivalry. Um, this like, is for NXT TakeOver Toronto, by the way. Um, I got to go with Io on this one. That She just started her heel turn. Candice is probably best served as the underdog like her hubby or whatever so we'll just we'll go with EO on this one what you got Zach I got the same and I love I love both of these ladies a lot I think they're both super talented but I feel like uh, Candace needs to chase so give me EO I, I feel like it need, Candace hasn't really had much of a of of anything too serious just yet she's been there forever and hasn't really done a whole whole lot other than some little things here and there i'm gonna go with candace even though i think io shirai will probably kill it um but i'm gonna go with candace i am going to go with io shirai just because lucha chris went with candace LeRae. uh <laughs> wow. sam do you have io shirai or candace LeRae? candace look at you guys uh we got Mia Yim versus Shayna Baszler. Or is it Maya Yim? I'm sorry. It's Mia. Mia, Mia. Mia Yim versus Shayna Baszler. Uh, you're up first, Sam. He's going Shayna Baszler. What you got, Murray or Lucha Chris? Wow. Um, sorry, man. I want to say Shayna Baszler, but I feel like it's getting to the point where they're going to start moving her around a little bit. So, And I don't want to go with Mia Yim. Nothing against Mia Yim. Well, it's, it's one or the other, though. <laughs> I'm gonna Take go with one, I'm gonna go with Mia Yim. I'm gonna All be right. wrong as hell. I'll though. go next. I always go against Shayna Baszler, and against my better judgment, I'm gonna go with Shayna Baszler. I did the same thing because I thought for the longest time it was time to take it off of her, even though she's really good. Uh, but I don't think the Blazing Baddie is where it's at. I oh, think that yeah. they need something stronger, although. NXT has been like a little worrisome for me lately, and I feel like they could like do something crazy, like pull it off and like bring her up because uh, Vince is like calling all these weird things. But I'm still gonna go with Shayna Baszler. Yeah, I get what you're saying. She's no spring chicken, but like she is the best that the NXT Women's Division has to offer right now. Besides Candice LeRae, and she's not in Io Shirai, and they're not in the picture right now. Right. So if if it was one of them, I'd go with one of them, but I'm not going with Mia Yim, even though I like her a lot. So you're going Baszler. Baszler. All right, JCB. See, this is where I hate to send it in my pick early. No, um, why? I mean, because I, it, it's I always just, like it's it's like um, it's integrity. It's, no, no, but it's <laughs> it's like uh, the the league or whatever. Uh, I'll always mess with my fancy team up until the eleventh hour. I picked me um, to start. I'm gonna stick with that, obviously. Um, I just think it's it's just time for Shane to to move up. We've already kind of decimated the division if you're Shane Baszler there's nothing else really left for her to do Candice LeRae maybe I just I just think it's just that time I've, I've said and I've said this before it's just really nothing else for her to prove at this point so Mia Yim kind of deserves it and at that point now you got options again you can go anywhere you want to go all right Sam Muller you're up first you got Velveteen Dream Pete Dunn and Roderick Strong. You have to go least to first. And this is the only one you got to do that's more than one guy or more than one gal. 
Velveteen Dream, Pete Dunn, Roderick Strong. He's least, going least to most. Least to most. Okay. Pete Dunn least. Velveteen Dream second in the middle. And Roderick Strong on the top. I'm impressed you remembered all those. Uh, I'm going to go next. I'm going to go... You know what? I'm going to do exactly what Sam did. Pete Dunn last. Velveteen Dream second. Strong third. Or strong is the most likely to win. I'm going to take Velveteen... Dream is actually going to lose and go on to the main event. Uh, Luchacris. <laughs> You're having trouble with that name. I, well, it's been I, a while. I, I only call you one thing. I get it. And uh, it's not Luchacris. It's, <laughs> it's going to asshole. I'm going to go with the exact same lineup, honestly. Because um, I agree. I think it's the same with Shayna Baszler. It's going to be time to move Velatine up soon. Um, and so, and strong, I feel like, you know, Undisputed Era is going to take it. All the way through. So two beers, Zach Bowman. I'm gonna buck the trend here. Uh, maybe it's fantasy booking because uh, like he's like top five favorite wrestlers for me. But uh, Pete Dunn is gonna take it. I feel like they've been super hot on him. They had him carry that belt for so long. I feel like he could carry this one. And he I is, feel like he is very, very awesome. He's awesome. so good. All, the, all three of these guys are. I feel like he's less likely to get called up than either of the other two Agreed. to the main roster. So I'm gonna go with Pete Dunn. And then I'm going to go with Velveteen, Dream, uh, second, and Roderick Strong, third. Even though I like all these guys a lot. Uh, Street Profits versus the Undisputed Era, Sam, the Mahler Mall. I'll go with the Undisputed Era. Sam's going with Undisputed Era. I will go with the Street Profits. JCB. Okay, so I'm going to jump back because uh, you skipped the reigning, defending, undisputed smark of the Covenant champion. Oh, I didn't take your... Yeah, so let me do it. I forgot. Hush up! I forgot. Hush up! The champ is speaking! <laughs> I forgot the Hush last pick on the last one. <laughs> God damn it. I'm fucking believable. This is how we gonna do the champions reign. I'm gonna have to fight for my respect the whole way. Fine, fuck it. I'll do it the hard way. I thought. I yeah, thought, yeah, I thought, yeah. I thought it was least the worst. Least the worst. Velveteen Dream least likely to win. Either he moves up or he goes for the winner of the NXT Championship. Middle, I'm gonna pick Roderick Strong. I'm hedging my bets on this one. I wouldn't be surprised if he won, but I will go with everything that Two Beers Zach said on Pete Dunne. Perfect time to make him a champion. That way, you can kind of hold Roderick Strong away because I still don't think that Roderick Strong and Adam Cole are done with each other. Undisputed, undisputed arrow will implode. I just can't say when. Now back to this one: Street Profits versus Undisputed Era. I'm picking the. Make sure I'm saying this correctly. I'm still picking the Street Profits, even though my heart of heart says the Undisputed Era is probably going to win. I think the Street Profits can't lose their first title defense. I mean, they struggled this long. They really shouldn't lose their first title Chris. defense. Man, I, I want to agree with Jason in the fact that I don't see Street Profits losing this soon, but they've been on Raw and SmackDown every week since they've had those titles, which to me be- makes me believe that Vince is going to steal them. Um, I'm, and I hate to do it, but I think Undisputed Era is going to take them. Two beers, Zach Pullman. I'm in the same boat as Lucha Chris. I think uh, they're getting called up early. And so I'm going with uh, Undisputed Era. All right. Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano, baby. I have no idea who to take here. I'm just going to go. You know, it's Adam Cole, baby, right? What did I say? Oh, did oh, I fuck Jesus that up? Christ. What did hey, I say? Nothing. You just keep going. What did I say? Not to just continue. I think I fucked it up. Did I say Johnny Gargano, baby? No, 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 say Chris Murray, baby! <laughs> <laughs> no, just continue. I'll take Adam Cole. I'm going Johnny Gargano because I can't ever not. Johnny Gargano. It, Lucha Chris is saying this since he didn't say my name again. Yeah, everybody's real confused as, as to who you are. Right. What you got, Sam? Johnny Gargano. JCB. Uh, I, I, I got to take Adam Cole. I just think that 
they'll win each other's specialty match. The third match will be an Iron Man 60-minute match. Adam Cole wins. All right, and that's going to do it for our NXT TakeOver predictions. That's going to do it for our three counts. JCB, tell us about F&B Eatery. I'm actually, if I can slide that over a little bit. Now we only got about. There you go. Don't trust me. I'll speak six, quickly. 16 minutes for the SummerSlam predictions. F&B Eatery, 3453 Southampton. Check out their website, fnbeatery.com. Breakfast menu, lunch menu, all that good stuff. Tell them the band from Ringside sent you. This is band from Ringside. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sam. All right. He's now, like, Fuck this now you can play the hip hop beat song. Yeah. All right, here we go. SummerSlam predictions. We got Becky Lynch versus Natty for the WWE Raw Women's Champion. What you got, Lucha Chris? Man, I really don't know. I hope that Natty doesn't take it, but I could see her doing it. I'm going to go with Natty. Two beer. They don't ever let anybody get a win in their hometown, so uh, not Natty. Touche. Boy, he ain't he ain't even wrong about that. What you got, JCB? Uh Becky Lynch. I mean, she's uh, on the game cover. Twenty two. Yeah, 20, yeah. So. how you gonna change? How you she gonna lose? And, never mind. They gave it that. So never mind. I'll take Becky Lynch. Uh, what you got, Engineer Sam? Becky Lynch or Natty? Or who? Natty Natalia. Uh, Becky Lynch. All right, we got uh, Bailey versus Ember Moon in the uh, probably the most Worst disappointing the year. <laughs> yeah, I know. Good uh, Lord, stop. I'm going to take Bailey. Uh, I guess I could see Sasha Banks coming down here and maybe ruin it, but I can't see Ember Moon taking the belt. What do you got? Uh, two beer. I got Bailey. JCB. Bailey. Murray Ben. Lucha Chris. Lucha Chris. Has Bailey. Sorry, man. Hey, it's fine. I don't know who that is. What do you got, engineer? Uh, just to be different, I'll take Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? The combination of uh, Sailor, Jerry, Sailor Jerry and fucking Ember Moon? No, it's a Japanese video game. All right. We got Drew, ah. Drew Gulak versus Oni Lorcan for the 205 Live uh, Championship. And I'm going to share with you something that I saw on Twitter the other day. Somebody called Oni Lorcan the Bizarro Cesaro, which I thought <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. that was pretty funny. Yeah, they're going to yeah. start using that. I'm still going to take Drew Gulak, but I love Oni Lorcan. I think that he's a hell of a worker, and he works stiff, and he takes bumps, and I love him. Uh, what you got, JCB? No, I agree. Uh, Drew Gulak should have a nice little run with the uh, the Cruiserweight title for a little bit, even though Oni Lorcan is amazing, amazing hand. Two beers, Zach Pullman. Yeah, see, it's Drew Gulak, and unfortunately, nobody cares. And I don't even know why they put these matches on SummerSlam because nobody cares. I what care, you, shit, I'm a watch. I care. care. Yeah, what do you got, Engineer Sam? But the majority of people don't. Fair. I'll take Oni. There you go. That, that's my man. Sam, Sam is either going to do extremely well or it's just going to be a hot what, dumpster so, fire. I mean, sometimes he has best. Sometimes right? he has the best week. <laughs> he really does. Yeah, like. What you got? Me and my under the mask twin over here are going go with the same one. I'm going with Oni Lurkin. Okay, that's what's up. Shit. All right, we got Trish Stratus, who um, looks great, has not really been doing her part on the microphone, I would say, but uh, her versus Charlotte could have someday been a great WrestleMania match. Uh, instead, we're getting a uh, kind of, I don't know, a mild. SummerSlam match, I guess. Uh, Trish Stratus versus Charlotte. Who you got, JC, JCB? Well, in Trish's defense, she apparently could not do this build because she was on vacation at a cottage. That said, doesn't oh, matter. That sucks. Um, ah, bummer it, for her. Yeah, yeah. yeah bl- cry my bleeding heart out. Um, this this has to be Charlotte. I don't care if you like her or you don't like her. This is Wrestling 101. Veterans put over current talent, period. I'm, I'm going to ask you the same thing when Dolph Ziggler faces Goldberg. What do you say, Lucha Chris? Oh, it, Charlotte's going to whoop her ass. Okay. Uh, what do you say, Sam? Charlotte or Trish Stratus? 
Are you Are you what? feeling some tr- stratisfaction? Stratus. <laughs> Trish Stratus. That's a fucking horrible name. You can't say it. Uh, uh, Stratus. Just try it. Stratus. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the other one. The other one be Charlotte Flair. What do you got, Two Beer? Oh man. I got Charlotte. Uh, yeah, I got Charlotte too. Okay, uh, so. Uh, we have uh, another guy who's supposed to put over the younger guy. We have Bill Ugh. versus Dolph Ziggler. Uh, I will take Bill. His last name's Goldberg, I guess. What do you got? Can I can I go with like a no contest or something? No, you can't. <laughs> so it, it, what if neither one of them wins? It's nixed. I mean, if you go no contest and it ends up no contest, you can have 10 points. No contest. Okay. I don't care at this point because I don't care about this. Well, match. you just forfeited the point. I'm losing anyway. Not really. Like, oh, it's the start- beginning we of the year. We, we just, just started. Just, okay, give me Bill Goldberg. No contest. Got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you way. got, Two Beer? Goldberg. What do you got, JCB? To answer your question, in this scenario, Goldberg should lose to Ziggler. Of course he should. Of course he should. It ain't happening. It's ridiculous. Right. It, it Goldberg wins. It's, so it, is this I match. Mean, so is this match. Yeah, and you know why? Because the only reason people get interested in professional wrestling matches are because you wonder who will win because both sides are built up to a point where it's not obvious and this is obvious and that's why it sucks. Yeah, it, it could only be safe. If Ziggler won, I would go crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. it would be amazing. Absolutely. I, just, I, re- I remember when Brock Lesnar right. first came back, when uh, Cena called him out, or Cena called Rock out, and Lesnar came out and F5'd him a couple times. And I said, here's the perfect way to use Lesnar. If you have Lesnar just run through everybody for three years, and this, and I said, and you had Dolph Ziggler come out and beat him one day clean, then you'd make a guy forever. Yeah. That's the way that wrestling works, but Vince has lost sight of that because, much like a whole lot of baby boomers, they don't care what happens after they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's accurate. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's accurate. Bill Goldberg is climate change and Dolph Ziggler is the resistance. Exactly. And we're all going to die a horrible, fiery death. Don't have children. Hey, Sam, what you got? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I, mean, I got shit to do. I'll just go with Dolph Ziggler. Just <laughs> yeah, my man. Okay, we got AJ Styles versus Ricochet. Ah, this is a tough one for me. I think it'd be weird if they put it back on Ricochet. I could see him going either way, but I will go AJ Styles. JCB, um, agreed. I just did everything you just said. Uh, Lucha Chris. Can I just say this has been one of the most brutal uh, podcasts we've had in a long time. You guys are on fire. I'm gonna go with AJ Styles. Uh, two beer. I would love to say Ricochet, but I feel like he's uh, going to chase again. Same. So AJ. Uh, it, ma- it makes me want to change it. What you got, Sam? I'll go with AJ. Everybody's I, going AJ. I'll so just we say got- this real quick. Ricochet des- probably deserves to be the champion at this point, but they've kind of backed themselves in the corner with this whole OC. Yep. Everybody's got the champion belts bullshit. Agreed. I could see Brock winning, though, and then moving AJ to Brock just as a pure like fighter thing. Like uh, AJ versus Brock sounds like more fun than Seth versus Brock at this Absolutely. point. Um, I guess. I mean, no, but I just, I, I, just, I, I see what you're kind of been there. Done I that. see what you're saying though. Also, like totally. Uh, we have Finn Balor versus Bray the Fiend Wyatt. <laughs> uh, what you got, Lucha Chris? Oh, it's gonna be the Fiend Bray Wyatt's winning forever. Hopefully. All right, what you got, JC? Yeah, this needs to definitely. Well, it's obviously going to be Bray Wyatt just because Finn's going to be out. But I'm more looking for just the wrestling portion of it. How does he look in the ring? I don't yeah. think it's going to last very long. It better be Bray Wyatt. Oh, it's got, it, dude. I know Finn's thinking. That doesn't mean anything. This is WWE. Yeah, but Bray Wyatt's are Finn's supposed to be taking the break. I know. Hey, Sam, Bray Still Wyatt WWE. or Finn Balor? Bray. God, it's like he watches it. Uh, we have KO, <laughs> Kevin Owens, my dude. Yeah, it might Shane. be for the last time against Shane. If, Ke- if, Kevin, if Kevin Owens loses, he's out of the company. Dude, what you gonna do? 
Just like, like what, he, just, what are you going to do Monday morning if just, he loses? Just like Shane was out of the company if he lost to Undertaker. Oh, wait. No, he became... Uh, he actually became general manager of Raw the next night. <laughs> Even though uh, it was, if he won, he would be general I'm manager I'm taking of Raw. KO. I'm taking KO. Whatever. Semantics. No matter what do you got? At. What do you got? Jason, what do you got? Uh, yeah, this has got to be KO. If, you, if they win to put the step on it, maybe I might believe it. What do you fucking got? Vince Russo stipulation is so fucking stupid. And then you got... Kevin Owens, who's like legit awesome, coming Amazing. out looking like a fucking nerd last week because he's trying to convince Shane McMahon to put his career on the line too. Which why would you do that? KO did not look like a nerd when he did the. Though. He looked it did, pretty it awesome. did not look good. <laughs> he did not look good. I'm, I love I'm KO. Down a fan. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's gonna do it. Oh, yeah. yeah, let me put my. Yeah. It's like I just showed you my dick. You're supposed to show me your dick too. And like, no, dude. Like uh, <laughs> that's the way it <laughs> works. Yeah, that's what, I told you that at Christmas that year. <laughs> Who you got? Uh, I got KO. Who you got, Murray? Or Lucher? You gotta you gotta remember they're they're recycling a lot of shit from the past right now. I'm gonna say Shane McMahon because KO's just gonna come back anyway. Like that's he's gonna fight it, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Sam. I'm gonna say Shane. Mm. It sounds like all of your arguments are for reasons why KO should win, which is why he won't. Stay right there. <laughs> Stay right there. Why Stay right there. Dude? Stay right there. <laughs> I'm going to make you answer this one without any of us going first. Because this one's tough. Shit. <laughs> Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. Oh, man. I'll go with... Uh, I'll go with Kofi Kingston. Interesting pick. I'll go next because I don't want to be tainted by any of you guys. I am going to go Randy Orton. Oof. JCB. The only match that I give to Hold on. Can, can can I can I stop you for a second? You just did. I don't I don't <laughs> I don't want I don't want to rub this in your face, but you rubbed Zack Saber Jr. in my face for like a year. You said that there was no way that WWE, if they put the title on Kofi, was going to let him have it for any time at all. He's rode it to SummerSlam, and now we're looking at a possible situation where he's going to take it past SummerSlam. Are you happy with that? I said the same thing, too. Yeah, I think we all kind of agreed on that. And, not me. And, not and me. I guess publicly, I guess I have to be Roman Reigns to your Samoa Joe, so you have to see this for your face. I said it last week. I said it the week before. Uh, I wasn't there. Before that. I wasn't so, there. So I wasn't there. I was wrong about <laughs> Kofi Kingston. I am pleasantly surprised with the booking. He's had good matches. They have put opponents in front of him to make him look better. Now, that said. This is like the Rooney rule. Fuck you Kofi should win this match I'm picking him to win this match The only match that I'm looking forward to Because it actually has Build, it makes sense And you're going to have a good match You know what they did, they kept these guys off of TV for the last two weeks And they just did it with packages And that Perfect. That's perfect. perfect. That's they don't touch let until them, let the mid carters go for a while. Yeah. And just d- 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 we already know what this story is. You got other stories to build. Let usually, that shit usually work. they would have had them in a match in the main event both times. A six and, man tag. Yeah. Lucha Chris, who you got? It's SummerSlam, and I feel like there's a lot of uh, similarities to WrestleMania at SummerSlam as far as when it comes to their headlining matches. Um, so Kofi should win as that feel good moment. I'm gonna take RKO though. No, I, I want to see there's KO go. No, there's got to be some bad guys who uh, eventually Zach win. Bowman, Zach Bowman, you're going to be the tiebreaker here. We got two for Kofi and two for RKO. Going Kofi. Perfect. That's a tough one, man, because either one of them could win, and I wouldn't and be then, And then what is probably going to be the main event of the night, even though it's That's been a bullshit. very disappointing build. A very disappointing build. I'm, I'm sorry, Kofi I wasn't here for the last two weeks. it'll be the first match of the night like it was at WrestleMania. I, I wasn't here for the last two weeks. I will Brock say might that have a plane to catch. this has been the most disappointing build Hopefully he brings the of a main event time. that I've seen in some time. It's really no, bad. But the whole card has been kind of eh. Can I can I give you my pick? RKO so I can versus Kofi. Yeah, go ahead, give me your pick. Uh, Brock. <laughs> All right, Sam, you're up next. Brock Lesnar or Seth Rollins? Uh, Seth Rollins, and he's gone. Uh, Lucha Chris. So, assuming Brock Lesnar rem- remembers to bring the real belt. To SummerSlam with him <laughs> instead of a replica for the second time, third time in a row. Uh, I'm going to go with Brock Lesnar because I love Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins. Just 
if they put it on him, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do with him. So, uh, Brock Lesnar. JCB. <sighs> I don't even know why I'm sighing about this. There's, there shouldn't even be a thought process to it. He took Seth Rollins. Okay. Um, there shouldn't even be a thought process to it. it. This should be Brock Lesnar. They have just completely made Seth into someone I don't even recognize. I didn't even watch Raw this week just because I did not want to watch Seth guarantee something that is clearly just not going to happen. I mean, I mean he's, not, he's not being Brock at this point. I love Seth Rollins so much. Go ahead and, and do I, it. And I still don't want Seth Go Rollins. Go ahead and do it. I don't, no, I don't want Seth Rollins to win this match. I think that he's been emasculated enough. I think that he, if he actually wins this match, it will seem unrealistic unless he starts doing some cheap shit like low blows again, which would again. make, which, like, he's, hurt. So, he's going in hurt, uh, quote, you know, kayfabe style. Man, so he's going Seth, in kayfabe style. Seth Rollins saying he's going to slay the beast is like me looking at my wife and saying, I'm going to make you come. It ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, it, that's exactly that's how, it. <laughs> that's exactly how I explained to my wife the other day when she called me and asked me, like, who do you think's going to win? <laughs> All right, everybody. And that's going to do it. For, wait, 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 wait. You did. Who'd you, who you got? Oh, I took Lesnar. Okay. Lesnar. All right. All right, I'm everybody. That's, that's our SummerSlam <laughs> predictions. Uh, I'm watching you this week. This is banned from ringside. Okay, I didn't really do the math this week, but we got some birthdays. We got uh, Sable is old. Shayna Baszler is less old. Zach Gibson. Zach Gibson is young. Silas Young is younger than me, but still old. Uh, Alexa Bliss is young. Uh, Tugboat is dead? Question mark? Uh, Wade Barrett was was really cool. Uh, Hulk Hogan is a racist. Uh, (laughs) Spike Dudley is 49. Bob Backlund is... Running for Congress? Se- no, 70. <laughs> is it really? really? I don't know. He's done uh, it before. Okay. Kofi Kingston is, <laughs> let me do the math, 38. Johnny Gargano wow. is 31? No, 32. Yeah, he's moving up. Uh, Big Cass is working looking the fries. Shredded. Looking work- fucking good, dude. Looking really? fr- he's yes. living with DDP, man. He looks great. Like ripped. Huh. Like yeah, better than you've ever seen him. I went to a good chili. I went to a Chili's in Philadelphia the other night. He was working the fry side. Oh, uh, Cedric Alexander is oh, thirty. Page is twenty six. Everybody, oh my god, I we know there's tons of podcasts to listen to, so we know we appreciate you guys listening to ours. For Sam the Mauler Mall, for Shock City Studios, Check. for JJ Twigs, Check. for F and B Eatery, Check. for Schlafly Beer, Check. for Vice, Check. for Lucha Chris, Check. for right. Murray the Murray Man Murray, Check. for yeah, Two Beer Zach Pullman, Check. for Jason Cornelius Bell, I am Bill Vegan. Everybody, boo the heels. Boo. Boo.